also, I just want to insert this clip just before we get started into this week's podcast. We're so sorry for the delay on last week's podcast. Um, I just had surgeries and was out for a lot longer than expected. So welcome back to Girls in the Fast Lane. I'm Ash. And I'm Em. I forgot my name for a minute there. Like I forget most things in this world. Yeah, you're really polite today. It's really throwing me off. <laughs> Am I polite? Oh, okay. Uh, listen here, you little bitch. Let's do this podcast. Is that better? Yeah, let's fucking get into it. So this week was... Imola! And your birthday. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just as important as Imola. Obviously. Obviously. Obviously, your birthday was... Not as important as Imola, but that's fine. We can move on from that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm only saying that because it was a great weekend. Your birthday was great, I will admit, but the race was greater. It was a great race race weekend. And you know what? Throw me a hate comment because I know that some people are going to hate this, but I love a sprint. I I love a sprint. I love a sprint. It was so good. It was just, it was just perfect. I was just so impressed and so happy, and it was amazing. Right, I think it also shakes things up because we have like free practice one and then quali, so they go to park for me like real quick. Yes, and I, I actually really like the layout. Like, three free practices are a lot. Yeah, I feel like we could have. Two free practices and it would be enough. I understand if it's like a new track maybe, but like. But we're also, <laughs> we are not in an F1 team or F1 drivers or No, exactly. Engineers. So we can't really make these calls. And I get like, they really stickly, they get three hours of prep a weekend. Yes. And like that, that's it. That's not really a lot when you think about it. Well, and shortening it down to two would be significant. Well. So you've got to think about the sim Yeah, work but I think sim work is – yeah, but sim work's different to, like, driving on a track and getting real data. That's true. Like, the whole Pirelli tyre situation is a bit up in the air at the moment. Yeah, well, Max said that they've been doing a lot of um, having a f- meetings with Pirelli and discussing what they could be doing better and things like that. So um, they seem to have less issue with the tyre temperatures – um, during the weekend, maybe it was because they were on inters to start with and then went on to slicks, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's, um, I think it's just, honestly, I think it's just new tyres and the new cars. Like, I don't think there's any. Yeah. And, like, we're going to talk about practice. I I honestly can't say that I watched FP3. Two. Oh, my God. FP2. <laughs> I know that makes me a bad <laughs> A bad person because that's my job, but um, I just couldn't bring myself to watch it. I honestly, I watched it. I watched, I think, 40 minutes of it. I didn't, I and I remember switching it off because when I was, like, tired. But um, I also just wasn't, like, it just, it honestly was, like, the most boring practice I've seen. Like, I don't think anything <laughs> interesting happened. Well, that's good. I'm glad I didn't miss out on anything. Um, but I also 
did turn my laptop off when the fifth red flag happened in quali. <laughs> you just um, weren't having a bar of any of these. It was like, Let's go to FP1. What did, did you watch FP1? Yeah, we watched it together, didn't we? Oh, fuck you. Yeah, you too. Yeah, we did. Did we? I think so. Yeah. And I think it was, I think FP1 was somewhat interesting because we had, um, it was like the first wet practice of the year. Yes. For the new cars. Gaining some data. Um, red, yeah, Red Bull had some changes to their rear braking cooling and their floor splitter. Yes. And someone had a new diffuser. Mercedes had a new diffuser. Yes. McLaren had a new beam wing, which is like the joint. And Ferrari had a new power unit for Carlos, but aren't bringing an upgrade until Miami. Wow. Didn't someone else, didn't SD and Nando have a new power unit as well? Yeah, yes. SD had a new power unit, the second of his three. And all cars have been shedding paint to save some weight. Oh my god! I saw that. Like, sorry, (laughs) Ted was Ted was talking about it like prior to Quali. Quali other sprint, I can't remember. But Ted was like showing because. Thank you. Ted was showing that a lot of it was just straight Mm, on. I think it was McLaren most noticeable because they had like shedded a shitload of orange. Yes. Papaya, sorry. Yes, they had. And yeah. um, I mean, if it works, it works. And I mean, it kind of did. Also, I think everyone, I have like, <laughs> I have notes here for FP1. Um, and it's got spins. Charles Latifi, <laughs> Alban, Carlos, Sir Lancelot, Lando, Esty Bestie, Vettel. So, I mean, I'm pretty, I don't think I even listed everyone, but I'm pretty sure nearly everyone had a bit of a spin in FP1. <laughs> what i think i wouldn't have (laughs) i think i would have just driven incredibly and not spun i also have dr headrest do you remember what that was about did it break or was it it broke before fp it no they were doing something to it i I need it i do this every week I write notes and then I'm like, mm. I remember them fiddling with it. Yeah. And there was also confusion about the, um, like speaking of confusion about my notes, there was also confusion about pole position because it's not updated in the sporting I think race. we were confused about pole position until no. Ted Kravitz explained it. No, because I'm pretty sure they, all the commentators were like, fucked it up too. Except. Mr. Ted Kravitz. Ah, uh, but Ted's king, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course he is. We love that man more than life. Um, yeah, because they were confused because obviously there is a sprint and a quality session, so there could technically be two poles, but the person who got pole for quality gets pole for their overall weekend and they get the pole position award thing <laughs> yeah but they don't start the race in pole no no unless they win the sprint yeah which i think is fucking so confusing but the same person it, who was, was it 
Yeah, of course it was Max. Wasn't Charles on poll for Chloe? I thought it was Max. I think it was Charles. Fairly certain Max got poll. It's so confusing. (laughs) I'm there. Like, I love a sprint. Do not get me wrong, but I am super confused at the same time. Yeah, it's so much to wrap your head around. And I think it's. Oh, I was convinced that I had it literally in my notes that Charles would go pole. So that was my fuck up. False fact number one. Wow. It's difficult. Wow. And like speaking about qualifying and the red flags, I'm not sure if you watched the driver's press conference after with um uh with um Lando, Checo and Max when oh, I, I <laughs> when, watched it today. Yeah, when <laughs> when Checo was like, I think people that cause red flags should be penalized. And Lando was like <laughs> yeah, but also, like, let's throw it back to fucking Monaco 2021, where mm. Charles, like, put it on pole and straight into the wall the next lap. And you're like, oh. Was that, and was that a tactic? Like, I know I that just... the car wasn't ready for the next day and obviously didn't start the race. But... Shit tactic. <laughs> <laughs> was it a Ferrari tactic? Because basically, think... if you get on pole in Monaco, you win Monaco. Yeah, I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a tactic. I think it's the world. If it, it, it shouldn't. Nah, it's too risky to be a tactic because if you that's fuck true. your chassis or your gearbox, like that's it. You get a penalty. Well, yeah, he did his suspension, didn't he? Or his floor? It was something big. Chassis, but, yeah. Um, I was actually speaking to a friend last night, and he was like, "Oh, I've always wanted to go to Monaco. It's the best race on the calendar." And I was like, "I want to go to Monaco." um i want to jump into the pool i I want to jump into the red bull pool i just want to go to monaco to dress up it's not about the race it's about me it's all about me also sit oh you know what we can sit on a super yacht drinking champagne looking really nice while watching the race yeah i mean sounds i'm down for that yeah I am down for that too. Speaking of like being in the ocean, uh, George Russell would have been better off in the ocean after that porpoising in free practice when he broke his floor. (laughs) Were you saving that one up? Did you write that down? (laughs) No, I didn't. That was on the spot. Be impressed. Wow. Oh my God. You're going to take my my comedy uh, hat off me. Uh, Someone's got it. Um, that was good, but yeah, so much that he broke his floor. Yeah, I could not believe that. I was just, it was bad for them. And I actually um, came out later on that he's actually really suffering. Like his body is suffering, um, like his back and his neck and his head. I am not surprised. If my car shook like that, I would probably leave the handbrake off and let it roll into the ocean. <laughs> and it's like, this is where, like, maybe getting off a little bit track, um, but this is where it's kind of like, is this a health safety hazard? Like, should you be fixing this as fast as you can? Like, is it reasonable to have your drivers to drive a car like that? Because it looks fucking dangerous. Like, it looks terrifying. And just jumping forward to the race for a sec, like, when Lewis was trying to overtake um towards the end of the race and he kept pulling out and then having to pull back because the porping thing was just so bad it's not a good look for mercedes and anyone that's come into the sport this year like thinking that mercedes are the be all and end all because they've won the last eight years 
like they're gonna be thinking oh what's all the drama like why are they so big look at them yeah definitely um which i mean they were only going to qualifying now they were only in q2 by like four thousandths of a second yeah which is and nothing. remember q2 got cut short early because of the rain and then a lot of people decided they weren't going back out yeah also uh, can we just discuss how angry toto looked when lewis got out of the car yeah i don't think he was impressed i don't think yeah at all like it was not a I good mean, I look i wouldn't have been impressed either it wasn't a good look for Mercedes or for Hammy. I mean, Hammy just looks like he's somewhat giving up on the team. Um, and I think that really showed in the race, which we'll touch on later. But it's like, what do you do? Like, also that, like, that quality session, as we mentioned earlier, was five red flags. It's the most has ever happened in a qualifying session. That's crazy. But I'm really glad that we've actually not had any rad, rad, rad mm-hmm. flags in a race yet. In Like, we've had four races and no red flags. Yeah. Which is great because I hate red flags, especially. Well, it was fine because the race was at 11 p.m. on the Which weekend. Which was nice. Like, it was so nice. I mean, would not rate going to Crown uh, again <laughs> to watch it because it's just something about watching it on my laptop and being able to, like, look at all the stats and everything that I enjoy rather than being in a room full of sweaty old men. Yeah, I think all drinking. But just before Quali even started, F3 drivers decided to change to slicks and it was a slippery mess. Um, That's so crazy because I don't even think the line was dry when Quali started for F1. No, it didn't. I think they were on inters to start with from memory. Yeah. Um, And then we had, yeah, five red flags. Albon had his brakes on fire. His brakes exploded. Yeah. Um, Carlos in a wall. Uh, that is, he's like the, honestly the most unlucky man at the moment. Um, I just don't even it's know like, what to. It's like the contract extension is a curse. Yeah, possibly. I mean, he really, really, really struggled with um. this weekend. And he struggled here in Australia too, right? So like he's had two yeah, he really did. bad race weekends. So... I feel for him, and I was hoping for a maiden win for him. Yeah, well, I mean, Carlos was number one in my um, my predictions. I ha- was he? I ha- mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I had a Carlos Charles one two, um, so I got the one two part right, just the team right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was super shocked that he didn't do better. <laughs> Is that someone yelling? Sorry, if you can hear my background, I'm back at home and it's chaotic as fuck. Um, I'm pretty sure your prediction's like somewhat cursed. Um, <laughs> you know what? That's why I didn't predict Max in my top three because I was like, oh, oh here we go. You're I claiming your un- your non predictions no, no, as predictions no. now. No, oh my god, no. I I explained that to you. I'm fairly certain in the last episode. I'll have to go back and listen to make sure I'm correct. Um. But I, yeah, I was like, no, I can't, yeah, don't want to put Max in it because I don't want him to DNF. So I was trying to go against the karma of putting someone as my one two. I mean, look at how Ferrari did. So maybe, maybe my, my, maybe they are cursed. Maybe I just need to put Mercedes as a one two. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. 
I mean, I'm joking. <laughs> can we also touch on Bodice had a had an incident in Collie, and I just wanted to talk about it because instead of getting on a scooter, he got in the recovery truck. I so I think I must have gone to sleep at that time, but I saw the photos of it the next day, and I was like, "Is he all right?" Yeah, it was funny because like I was on um. I got on Twitter for a bit on the Girls in the Thousand account and a lot of people were shouting, like, not giving him hate, but just, like, backing him out for it. And I was like, bro, if it was raining like that and they wanted me to get on a scooter, I would laugh in their face too and get in the recovery truck. Like, I think also, that's a you top don't know what these stewards, You don't know what these stewards can actually drive a scooter well. Like, do they have, a, like, a motorbike license? Yeah, where's your Who Vespa knows? license, guys? Yeah. Um, I, mean, I mean, it is Italy, Italy but... I think anyone <laughs> can drive a Vespa under uh, over the age of 12. Um, <laughs> but, um, I, I, yeah, I probably wouldn't have gotten, that's why, that's why Seb took the Vespa in Melbourne. Cause he just didn't trust the driver. They gave it to him. If you've seen the video, the driver gets off they and did just give give it to gives him. it to him. He, they, they did give it to him. So, you know, Melb GP, I'm coming for you. You shouldn't have given him. The- um, and then onto the sprint. So. And not the running kind. No, no, no. The the qualifying <laughs> kind. The qualifying kind. Look, you even have in your notes that Max we sorry the Max steals pole. Yeah. Charles on pole. I don't know what kind of quality you watched. <laughs> Are you I like how you just intruded into my notes? Because <laughs> no, um, I don't run me. <laughs> I'm also just bouncing off you. We're just, that's just how good we are. Um, yeah. So I, I, yeah, I was convinced that Charles was on pole at some stage this weekend. Is it because I gave you a Charles Leclerc flag and now you're in love with him? Um, first of all. By I, the way, have you hung it up yet? No, it's sitting, it's sitting on my kitchen bench still. I'm going to, I told you I'm going to make an F1 wall, but I need to go buy some stuff so rude um first i don't have any hooks mate give me a break okay <laughs> um yeah so max on pole for the sprint and in quali and in the race so max the polian <laughs> i think he just had a great weekend i really do yeah, I'm disappointed you didn't laugh at that. But that's it was fine. a fucking terrible joke, really babe. <laughs> he got max. He got maximum points. He got eight. There points we in go. The that's better. He got fastest lap, and excuse me. Maximum power. Oh, maximum, maximum. His name is actually Maximilian. Um, Million. Like two separate, two separate words. Max and his middle name is Emilian. I'm probably saying that wrong. Um, and then he got twenty five points for P one. Thank you. I can't say ease. Um, he got 25 points for P1. He got the fastest lap and he got driver of the day. But obviously driver of the day is just. There's yeah, no but it was only that. 13%. I want to know who the other fucking, how many other drivers were voted as driver of the day. Like that's really interesting. It's like the lowest percent I've seen in a long time. Yeah, but like everyone, like everyone must have been lesser than that. Yeah, I know. But I mean, how, like that means there would have been quite a lot of drivers up for it. Usually it's like sits at like 30 percent sometimes tell you who wouldn't have been up for it um 
Did you need to mention anything else? We haven't talked about Sprint. Oh, we can talk about Sprint. I just thought I had by talking about Max. Okay, Max is not the be and all and end all. We need to we need to care of the the whole good baby cakes. K Mag went from fourth to eighth. I was really because of bad tire. Because of his bad tire choice, didn't he go out in the hards? Yeah, yeah. It was disappointing. Vettel lost out four places, but I mean, it was a hard off. Um, <laughs> yeah, Seb, Seb didn't do great in the sprint. But, I mean, yeah, Carlos did well, didn't he? Yeah, Carlos made huge improvements from – because he DNF'd in the original Ethan, Well, yeah, he DNF'd and finished 10th. Yeah, and so he made it up to 4th in sprint, which I think is good because, I mean, overtaking – I mean, it was dry track, right? So, I mean – but overtaking in yeah. a sprint race when you have 20 laps on the same tyre is pretty impressive. It, yeah, I think it's pretty impressive. But um, I think with the 18 inches, I think it's um, – I'm talking about tyre size. Um, <laughs> sorry. I um, I think that that was probably good because they got a lot of heat into the tyres. Um, and, I mean, they, they wouldn't have uh, pitted after 20 laps in the race, so – yeah, and I think also McLaren are a worthy mention, seeing they've made small upgrades, which they're not giving any details about what the upgrades are, but it's really showing in their lap times. Each race, they're getting better and better, and they're getting closer to the front and sitting fourth and fifth. I mean, I mean fifth and sixth. Can I, can I give you, can I give you my thoughts on the McLaren upgrades? Yeah, go for it. So I saw a video of uh, Danny on a rowing machine. So I think that he's worked his legs so well and he's actually pedaling the car now. <laughs> like Fred Finstone <laughs> style, just like yeah. straight up. <laughs> I, I I actually saw that somewhere, but I think that is correct. I think that's what he's doing. I mean, um, that is impressive. You know he would have gotten, I reckon he would have got some good points if what happened hadn't have happened yeah so moving on to the race opening lap was a opening the opening lap in the wet is always always interesting it was actually least it was actually less chaotic than i expected it to be yeah i mean we could have had a hungry 2021 replay but um Uh, we didn't so i mean that's good there was only three cars that came off in the opening lap yeah was it mick it was a Haas and then the Ferrari of Carlos Sainz and McLaren of Daniel Ricciardo. Did K-Mag? must have been K-Mag. It was one of the Haas's. I can't remember which one. Yeah, so Daniel and Carlos were fighting for position and Daniel kind of slipped straight into Carlos. And I think it was oh, hard yeah. to tell um, at the time because, as mentioned earlier, we went out to Crown. Um, so it was my birthday on Sunday. So what a great birthday gift to be. She's really old. Watching, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> watching um, so Imola for my birthday and I was like, oh, let's go watch it out. And uh, Melbourne doesn't, doesn't really show F1 at a lot of places. So we only had really two places Mainly to choose because from. because it's in the middle of the night usually. Yeah, we only had two places to choose from. And um, we ended up deciding to go to the sports bar at Crown, which was a whole chaotic experience. That place was packed. There was live music. Um I couldn't hear any of the commentary. It was we couldn't really he- rude. Yeah, we couldn't hear any commentary. 
Um, we were looking at like updates on our phone at the same time. And when all our phones were dying. <laughs> so yeah. We were like, we were, we were doing our best. Um, we were fighting people for seats. Right. Ash got into a fight with some guy. Um, first of all, he was just upset because his date stood him up and I sat in his date seat. He did get stood up. He was, um, he was, and I'm really like, if you're listening, bro, I'm sorry that I sat down, but I have stitches in my ankle. Um, so I just she needed five seat. stitches in her ankle. Don't think it's anything extreme. Yeah, but it was still sore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I've, I've, this is like post-surgery then... for three days, right? Like it's only been three days from my surgery yeah, at that that's point. True. I just want to shout out to my sister who came with us and was walking around the bar asking people if they actually liked <laughs> F1. Um, I really appreciate that. And I'm fairly certain she asked the people who weren't into F1 to give up their seats, which they obviously <laughs> declined. Yeah, but also but, I mean, shout out to Izzy because I'm pretty sure she was like promoting our podcast. Just so I mean, if we've got any new listeners oh, from like – from uh, the Sports Bar crowd and welcome. Um, we appreciate you. My wife's name. Is this your, is this Izzy? Is that you? I just thought Oh. Izzy, we're Hi. talking. <laughs> Go Lewis Hamilton. Oh, she's gone. She's, she's gone. That was a, yeah. What is that one from my family walking in? We're just collecting now. them like Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, God, that's um, yeah. What were you saying about my sister um, before she rudely interrupted? We also so we went to the sports. So at the sports bar, there was a few of us. Um, one of my Mar- Mads from marketing came. Um, it was myself, M, and we also had we had Jaden and Grace, um, who yeah. are also F one yeah. TikTokers and a couple. So they came with us um, to Crown, but. Um, so, I mean, it was somewhat frustrating. You're right. I think the watching F1 out sounds like a good thing. Cause you're like, yeah, we're with our friends and we're like having a drink and watching the F1, but you can't hear the commentary. You have no fucking idea what's going on. Like you're just literally going off visuals, which is also hard because you have no idea what the rest of the pack is doing. Um, besides the battles that are on screen. So I don't think I'll ever watch it. I don't think I'll ever go to a pub and watch it again. Um, unless it's like a quali or a practice. I think we should sus. I think we should sus kicks. Um, yeah. And see what the vibe is like. But yeah, Crown was just not it. It was also Anzac Day Eve. So everyone was out. Yeah. Sorry about being inconvenient. Yeah. My goodness. No. I'm. Yeah, we're not going to go on to that. Um, but the race was good. I was impressed with the race. Um, I thought it was interesting the whole way through and I mean, Red Bull just dominated. Right. I, they had so, like, it seemed like they had such a great race pace compared to everyone, really. Um, yeah. especially Ferrari, there was a good fight between Checo and There were a few good fights Charles. between Checo and Charles. I think twice or three times they were battling it out for um for the P two, um unfortunately before his spin, which Ash yeah. predicted. <laughs> so I feel like I should tell the story. We were sitting there and Ash goes, "God, I wish someone would spin," and then I <laughs> shit you not, thirty seconds later, Charles 
ran over the curb too high at the chicane and spun. And I literally just turned to her and said, Ash, what the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) It's not that I want someone to spin to get hurt or anything, but at this point, I think it was like 40 it was like 40 laps in and it had gotten boring. I think we were watching Hamilton fight for fucking 14th and I was like, bro, like, yeah, I need okay. something. I, so, need, <laughs> I need something juicy. So watching the fight for 14th for so long was actually really boring because I was like, we haven't seen, like, any of the front runners in ages because we've been literally just paying attention to this. Yeah, I mean, Max was having his own race, essentially. Like, he yeah, was, he was quite... 20 seconds ahead. Yeah, and I think he was just concentrating on passing back markers on a wet track. You definitely um, watched that presser. <laughs> yeah, I'm on it. You are on um, it. I'm proud. Thank you. Um, and, you know, Checo was fighting with Charles. Lando was racing on his own, essentially. I mean, Lando. Charles, I mean, Russell was four seconds behind, but Mercedes don't have the pace I think to catch up but I didn't think McLaren had the pace to do that yeah I think like I said those small upgrades are bringing big changes which is really nice because I'm interested to see what happens when they have a big upgrade and where they're going to be it's really exciting I'm I'm really excited and I mean I know that it wasn't great but Aston got double points this week we had what seven p8 or yeah p8 and Lance in p10 so i was very 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 happy (laughs) um so we're just gonna pause on talking about the race for one second while we talk about aston martin because i'm pretty sure last week you straight up said to me if aston get points i'm gonna get a tattoo we've ended up with double aston points so does that mean a double aston tattoo that does not mean a double aston tattoo what does it mean then it's uh it just means a tattoo, I guess. <laughs> so um, we'll keep you updated on that saga because she is not getting out of this scot-free. It's okay. I messaged my tattoo artist today. I'm very I'm, – I'm big on sticking to what I said. Commitment? Yeah. Good. Well, Good. not like with people, it. but <laughs> – <laughs> This is our longest relationship, bro. <laughs> it is my longest relationship. If my ex is, if you're listening, I'm really sorry. <laughs> Um, what else were we talking about? The we they moved on the slicks pretty fast. That that um, well after like lap thirty, the line was really really dry, and they opened yeah, DRS. So they, yes, they opened DRS, which we were kind of waiting for for quite a while. Yeah, because um, I was like, it said DRS enabled, and I'm like, bro, we're in like lap thirty something, and then Ash was like, yeah. it's because it was wet, and I was like, oh. So glad you're teaching me how to watch F1. I think there's just things you like, that you know, you pick up at different times. Like I think because I watched so many races and qualies and practices alone last year, I like absorbed so much more information. And now that I have a distraction. Am <laughs> like I your distraction? M, I'm not um, that much I of think a distraction, am I? I think it's. Ignored. Like. <laughs> I think it's harder to retain information for me when I'm with, like, because I'm so busy, like, oh my God, like, I'm too social. Like, I, I'm an extrovert. I'm too busy, like, laughing and t- having okay, fun. Okay, so I'll then. just stop talking. Oh, my God. 
I'm your I'm attitude. Joking. I'm joking. Put it in the bin. You said I was too nice before. I'm regaining my normal self. Um, I know. I know. I like Speaking it. of regaining, uh, Lando's podium. Bro, back to back in the third podium. Uh, back let's to just back. Say, when I was looking at my predictions after like sprint quality, I was like, bro, I'm going to, I've just made a fool of myself again with my like my predictions because my predictions are always shit and then when like I mean two out of three is not bad I'm pretty happy yeah. might be in the wrong order but it's close enough close enough <laughs> yeah it was and good I, I was impressed he thrives in like in those conditions and he also said in his interview that it was practically <gasps> the exact same bro get off tiktok I'm not on TikTok. I'm listening to this. You still turn me on with another podium. Thank you for listening to my singing. I just wanted to play um, that because it was brilliant. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I think Lando pointed out that it was the exact same track conditions as last year that it went from wets to slicks. Yeah. Um, and he made the right tire change. But yeah, we mentioned that you did well in your predictions this week. I was very impressed. But you kind of just looked at last year's predictions, I think, and kind of. Bro, I put Carlos in as, as his main and win. I'm pretty sure he didn't come anywhere fucking near the top I last year. I think that we jinxed Carlos. I think he's just the most unlucky man alive this weekend. Or the I last think that weekends. us personally jinxed Carlos. I mean, Carlos, if you're listening, we're really sorry. Yeah, um, we will put you at the back. We of the are group. really rooting for your maiden win. Like we actually you are. I would, I cannot wait to see his maiden win. Um, I also can't wait to see I Lando's maiden win, Lance's maiden. Oh, win. I would definitely cry, mate. Lando's. I will be a mess when Lance gets his maiden win. Just you wait. It's gonna happen this season. <laughs> it is. It's gonna happen this season. I heard this clip age as well. I so what are you going to do then? Age as well. Um, you know I mean, what? You're going to get tattooed for points. What are you going to do for Mercedes? Toto came out and apologized to Hamilton on the radio, saying that the team's not performing. But let's look at Georgie Russell putting it up in fourth consistently week in, week out. Is Hammy just clocked out, or is, um, or is it true that Mercedes are off form? I, I honestly don't know because I listened to that radio message from Toto and then, yeah, my thought as well was, but George finished P4 in the same car and I don't think their cars are that different. That, set, I mean, are. their cars are exactly the same. It's just setup that would be different, right? Yeah, but it can't be that different that there's a 10 like 10 position difference between the two of them yeah it's just I don't know just there's something weird about it I really feel like that Hammy isn't and I said this last year um that Hammy isn't a mid-pack driver and I think when he's put under constant pressure as a mid-pack driver he suffers um and I think that's from being at the front for so many years and being in a Mercedes that dominated the hybrid era like I just don't think that he is used to driving, whereas yeah. like, and of course, Georgie so was like not having to overtake a back marker for three years, so, so he's, he's used to having to. It's crazy. Yeah, 
but yeah, that's it. And um, I mean, uh, I kind of felt bad for the Ferrari fans this weekend, I will admit. Uh, the what do they call them? The it's their home race, the, the Tafosi. Tafosi, yes. We're probably pronouncing that really wrong, and we're so sorry. The Tafosi. Um, yeah, I felt bad for them. They went out, they braved the weather, and um, they yeah, Carlos DNF'd and Charles's spin. It was just, it was just yeah. not what they wanted. Charles had a um unfortunate spin with like five laps to go. Yeah, um, which which obviously well, which put Lando into P three and gave McLaren yeah. their first podium of the year, but um it did not good for Charles in the cha- championship standings, even though he's still P one. Yeah, it's definitely made that gap closer. I mean, we're down to twenty nine points between Max and Damn. Charles, I'm pretty sure. Which is it, really a weight race win, really. Like it, it, it well, yeah. What twenty twenty four points is a race win? Twenty five. And Red Bull are closer in the constructors too. Yeah, and it's you know what, I do want to fight, but I really feel in my gut and I'm really, really hoping that Ferrari win and that Charles wins the championship. But um I really, yeah, I don't think that – I think Ferrari, once they bring out upgrades, because they haven't upgraded anything yet, they're going to be untouchable. So I want to mention uh, Valtteri Bottas. Mr. Valtteri I feel like Bottas. he's bringing – I feel like he's bringing some mid-pack realness. Like, he's bringing some great fights. And I think it's really kind of somewhat ironic that he is overtaking Hammy and fighting with George for positions after leaving Mercedes. Can we talk about the over, the other overtake on Hammy that happened on the weekend uh, with Max uh, lapping yeah, him? Course. Yeah. I f- that was also a weird fucking interview question for post-race. Like, okay, can I so straight that up was, say that? That did not need to be said. Um, they were honestly just looking for a reaction out of Max when they asked what it was like. I think Joss came out and said that it was good to see. Um, and, of course, yeah, but it's then Joss. you have... Then you have Mr. Hammett Marco, who came out and said that Lewis should retire because he got lapped. I mean, Max lapped a lot of people that day. Can we just touch on the remarks that Helmut has made this year? Because there are two that are stuck with me. This one and the one about Checo growing up in Mexico City, so he shouldn't be afraid of what happened in Jeddah. Um, Helmut Marco is unhinged, like the definition of unhinged. He, I don't know how there is not a whole PR team just managing him and not, and honestly, letting him speak. I just don't understand. I just, I don't know why they let him open his mouth without a press officer around. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Agreed. Honestly, because like some of the stuff he says, but also it's. It makes good headlines because he's always in. Of course, he's always in the news for something ridiculous. But um, actually, yeah, he's just unhinged, and I think that when when you're so high up in a team, you're speaking on behalf of the team, and it's not a great look. No, when you say some unhinged shit, like you've got Christian Horner that says enough unhinged shit. Like, like I can deal with Christians because usually I just roll my eyes, but helmets literally makes me stop and go, huh? But I also think he's just too old school. Like, um. <laughs> Um, I think Alpine are worth a mention for their race. I mean, it's their first race without points. Um, Alonso had a little collision with Shumi Jr., which knocked a him back little. with damage. 
a little. He didn't. I mean, oh, wait, no, he got <laughs> he DNF. My bad. He DNF um, because his side pod came off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a good look into his engine. It it was a good look. It was. I think it was probably the cooling system we saw, but um, it was <laughs> it was a good look. I was like, oh hello, but that's the second side pod incident we've had for Alpine this year. Um, and Esty Bestie had a time penalty for an unsafe release into oh. Hammy. You know, it really pains me because I know that obviously it's not the driver's fault, but obviously the driver represents the team and they get the penalty. Just makes me mm. really sad because, yeah. But I mean, it. I if anyone's seen the footage, it actually also saved. If it hadn't have happened. Aston would have got done for an unsafe release because they sent someone out very close to Hammy. <laughs> so thank you, SD. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, and I think another worth thing mentioned that I forgot to mention about Georgie on form Russell is that he is one of two drivers to score points in every race so far. So, I mean, yeah, I think that's also a great point for yeah, who else was there? Showing Esty that was Mercedes there. Lewis isn't was up that there. Far form. They're, oh, they're all out. For, yeah, it's one. Wow. It's I think it's I think it's George and Charles are the only people to score points every. Race. Wow, that's pretty decent, right? Like I'm impressed. Like Mr. George Russell, I give you a bit of hate, but that's impressive. We don't hate anyone here. No, of course not. I think the going back to Helmet Marco, sorry to be fucking so all over the place, but going back to Helmet Marco and his unhingedness, um, was it Christian Horner that, pro- oh, was it Zach Brown that posted the Instagram post of dinner? I, I think it was Christian and the amount of masculinity in that room literally made me cringe. Too much. Like, honestly, I just... This is our whole point about to primary women in motorsport. Like, there needs to be some feminine energy. There was just too much testosterone in that photo. And the fact that Toto and Christian had to sit on the fact that they had to separate them, I loved it. Also, I loved that Zach was there, even though he was technically not a team principal. Um, But um, Aston Martin, where was Mike Crack? Hmm? Why was he Bro, not I there? Don't feel like he, I don't feel like he participates in a lot. Maybe that's Is why. It his name? Mike Crack, yeah. But yeah, it was. Go away! I have something I have to say about Daniel. Can I say it? No, go away. Okay. Sorry, my sister is interrupting Dad me. Dad didn't again. mute yourself, just so you know, I could hear the whole exchange. <laughs> what? She has something to say about Daniel. We can clip this out if it's bad. Okay, everyone That's knows fine. I don't like Daniel, even though I'm Australian, right? Yeah. But I thought it was very admirable how he went and apologised to Carlos. And he looked very cute when Lando was you are correct. getting his trophy. I thought he looked very cute. Maybe we should have you on the podcast one day. Should she just pull up a chair at this I'm point? I'm so ready. Um, but she is correct. It was lovely seeing... Um, seeing Daniel run into Ferrari and, and apologize to Carlos and then look very, very, um, you could tell there was pain in his eyes, but he did support. Yeah. I think, I don't know if you saw the interview where he actually watched the replay and realized that it was he, like he was at fault. Um, I did not. And I don't want to, because I I listened to the radio message of him finding out Lando got a podium and that was heartbreaking enough. Oh, what you, why didn't you listen to it? 
oh, it was like, oh, and Lando, like they, he was like, he listed the top 10, his race engineer. And then um, Danny was like, wait, what, Lando got a podium? And it was just a bit, that was really sad, okay. Really hurt um, but also speaking about like this brotherhood that I, a lot of people, there was some, did we mention the hate last episode of like people getting upset that there wasn't enough rivalry this season and that everyone gets along too well? I'm sorry, but I love this bromance. I love it. I love the, the cool down room, by the way, where they were all just joking with each other. Um, there was no hostility. I love all the press conferences now. They're just so carefree, and that like there's just I know there's one there's one bromance. There was one bromance moment that that warmed your heart. That I know you need to get off your chest. Go, uh, Max and Checo uh, walking yep. out onto the stage to receive their trophies together was so beautiful, and I was and so they happy. were arm in arm oh, and everything was, so was the cutest. <laughs> It was beautiful. I loved it. When they came out together, I was like, ah. <laughs> right. So love and to think... see that. And love to see, like, like Max hasn't had a teammate like that since since um, Daniel, I think. Because, I mean, obviously with Alex and Pierre, there was chopping and changing mid-season. So I think it's really good to see that he's built this relationship with Checo and that they're doing well together. Right, and I also think that um, another worthy mention before we wrap this up and call it a day is podcasts. I am so happy to see it. I mean, what the F1 is always done really well and I'm so happy for them. And Katie has had – she was on Sky Sports, I think, this weekend and I mm. think that's really great to see a woman podcaster getting recognised. And Yes. Um, being able to voice, you know, what she feels about what's going on in F1. Um, but also a shout out to the Pit Stop Boys. We are big fans of them here. And not the musical group. <laughs> Sorry. Um, every time you say the Pit Stop Boys, that's just what I think of. But Pit Stop, they, they're an F1 podcast, basically known for not knowing too much about the sport. Um, and they, they got interviewed by Ted Kravitz, which is my dream. <laughs> and they were on Sky Sports and oh my they just I'm super jealous and super in awe of them. Yeah, and I think that um I think it shows that, you know, that content creators and podcasters actually do have a voice and they're valid and that it is a job and how it's hard work and I'm so grateful that, you know, that people are making waves with what they're doing. <laughs> um so i feel like we've got one other point down here uh which is to sebastian um which yes. i loved so much seeing seb uh looking under cars looking under the red bull and the ferrari he was probably taking mental photos to take back to aston martin to say this is what our diffuser needs to look like <laughs> but so cute i love inspector oh. seb he's brilliant but also, I find it really interesting that he didn't get in trouble for that yet. Or he might well, next week. He technically Miami didn't or... touch any cars. It'll be fine. It's Seb. <laughs> <laughs> if this comes back to bite me, I'm going to be really upset. Um, so I think it's time to call it a day. I think we are calling it a day. 
<laughs> I I don't know where my phone is, but but we're calling it a day. We're calling it a day. Oh, um, so thank phone. you again for listening in. Um, <laughs> you laugh at me every time I do this, and I can never get it. We appreciate you and your hate comments. Please like and subscribe and give us five stars on Spotify. We have several socials. We have YouTube. We have Twitter. We have Instagram. We've got TikTok. Follow us on all of them. And if you hate us, leave a hate comment, please, because we thrive on them. Did I do that right? You did so well. I'm so proud of you. No, that was the first time you did it. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. Yay. I've been saving it up in my brain. I do listen to some things. Girl, I'm proud. Thank you. We are calling it a day. A day done. Done.